In a recent interview, ERP Advisors Group founder and managing principal Sean Windle offered insights from attending the Acumatica Summit 2021 in Las Vegas. Please enjoy this bonus episode of the ERP Advisor. I think Acumatica, I think we even said last year, and John uh, Roscoe forwarded this on, the CEO, how we thought that Acumatica was becoming a, a formidable competitor in the market. I think that's the exact phrase we used. Um, not only is that true, but but the software product itself is becoming more um, uh, fleshed out, more feature functionality, more stable. The technology platform is becoming more clear in terms of what their cloud strategy is. Uh, but also the partner support for the product is really increasing. So is it to scale of, of a NetSuite or um, some of the other vendors? Probably not quite yet, but there's hundreds of partners that are supporting Acumatica throughout the world. So, you know, if I'll never forget this um, thinking about um, uh, when I was at JD Edwards, where you have a couple people that come together and they develop a product, right? And and then, you know, you go down the time track, maybe 20, 30, 40 years later, and they have thousands and thousands of people, tens of thousands, usually hundreds of thousands of people that have worked in those organizations over time. And then there's partners that have all you know, put food on the table for their families and put their kids through college based off the amount of experience and work that they've done from those two people that developed one application. I see that really developing with Acumatica. I see that partner environment, that partner ecosystem is very rich and, um, and it's going to be a key, key differentiator for Acumatica. The interesting thing is what happens when these guys get busy? right? Because they all are getting busy. So can they keep the quality up? That's what we have to check next. It's an interesting organization in that the size of Acumatica, the employee size is actually, it could be less than you think. So if you look on to um, LinkedIn, right, it shows the size, I think between 250 and 500 employees. They're making a lot more roar from that size of a company than organizations that are a lot bigger, frankly, in the market. Um, so I think that was great to see that there's a lot of energy, vivaciousness, um, and a lot of interest in just the number of people that were at this conference. Cause we're not back to normal by any means with conferences yet. So, um, you know, that's a factor here in 2021, the early part of 2021, I guess the mid part of 2021, but a lot of people made their way to that conference. Um, so, so that was really good to see. Um, and, uh, I think people who've been around the block would also agree that that Acumatica was very much, the conference was very much a reunion for a lot of sage people, a lot of sage people. As a matter of fact, I was meeting with a gentleman who's, who's a, one of the top partners, and we were out in the conference, um, the main kind of thoroughfare between some of the, the rooms. And um, he must have gotten stopped three or four times by different people that he'd been working with for like 20 years, which is interesting because Acumatica is only 10 to 15 to 18 years old, maybe, um, maybe 10 to 15 years old, I think 12. And yet here's a guy who's worked with people for his entire career. So I think Acumatica is really um, starting to attract a lot of, of sage 
experienced people, which again is great because um, unlike some of the other cloud-based vendors that attracted more um, software development kind of people or more even cloud entrepreneurs, you have people that have been working in ERP for centuries, feels like centuries, it's actually decades, um, but for decades working on MRP problems and how do we do available to promise and whatever apps they've been in for the last several decades, they're taking that experience into Acumatica. So I'm seeing a lot of sort of bet your business on, or I saw a lot of bet your business on Acumatica people from, from people who were experienced in ERP, not necessarily new to ERP or they decide to start an ERP practice, right? They're folks that have been around for a while. I, I did see from Acumatica that the way they're bettering themselves in the market is, um, Definitely through hiring more employees and more product development, more offices. Actually, they're opening more offices, which is exciting. Um, I think that's great, actually. Um, but but also, um, I think their their biggest difference with similar sized so their competitors, basically tier two ERPs, manufacturing, distribution, some services, uh, but but retail um, kind of e commerce. Um, those vendors, um, some of them have a very, I'll just say a terrible relationship with their partners. Whereas Acumatica is dead clear on um, the importance of the partner in their ecosystem. Um, Acumatica will do all their deals through partners. Um, and interestingly, partners are held accountable to client satisfaction. So, Partners are compensated based on how happy their clients are with them. And that is a factor for some of the other um, software vendors, but not the main factor. It's just one. So that's that's really great for us, right? Now, can it scale and can you, you know, make you know, go from the hundreds, you know, tens of millions to hundreds of millions to billions of dollars of software services. I'm not sure um, of additional licenses, but um, I really like that. I love that, that when we bring a partner in and they win one of our deals and we help them through the implementation and we work together, that that their mothership, if you will, Acumatic is going to hold them accountable to the success um, of the not just the implementation, but the ongoing relationship with the client. Because, you know, partners get a cut of the recurring fee as well they should if they're adding value. But in some ecosystems, the partners don't add any value. They just make the cut every year because the partner basically bought with them. Whereas in Acumatica, there's a lot more accountability there. I would say my most important takeaway from the Acumatica conference is that um, they're going to be in most of our selections. Yep. Their pricing is good. Um, good implementation partners for sure. Um, we're going to vet the implementation partners very closely because those implementation partners are still developing their practices versus like a Microsoft Dynamics 365 finance and operations. Huh. Um, those practices are well flushed out. There's many organizations that have a hundred people in them. You don't see that in Acumatica yet. You don't see bigger practices. So we need to keep an eye on the quality and the capability of those practices for sure. But from an application standpoint, from a price point, from a commitment from the executive team, um, and from the internal support around the product, you can't not look at this application. You gotta, you have to evaluate it and, and we will. I, I think with Acumatica, what I would like more folks to sort of talk through is um, the partners. 
I want to see them stronger. I want to see them. There's a lot of movement that's happening, right? Um, even within some of the key partners, they're they're taking people that were experienced in other platforms and sort of focusing them on um, Acumatica. So they come from, like I said earlier, maybe Sage or whatever backgrounds, and now they're going to Acumatica. Um, it's hard to find people. Everybody's having this problem with finding qualified resources for sure. But I think we'll see some of the organizations, some of the implementation partners grow significantly by training people and giving training programs to three to six months to get consultants with different backgrounds, to get them up to speed with Acumatica and getting them deployed into the market and doing well. Um, but that's that's probably the, the, the one thing I would say for sure. And then the other thing is um, like, did Sage buy Acumatica yet? Like I'm going to check my clock every day. I'm going to look at my, my, like, okay, is it time for Sage to buy Acumatica? Okay. Is it time for Sage to buy Acumatica? Like, come on, that's going to happen. Like if anybody doesn't see that, like it's ridiculous, right? Because Sage, Sage needs a mid market manufacturing distribution, you know, even, even sort of a, I mean, really manufacturing distribution, we'll leave it with that play. And X3 is not getting as much sort of, um, traction in the market for multiple reasons. It's an expensive implementation. Whereas you've got this wonderful product, tons of people from the Sage channel, like, actually, let me ask you, did Sage buy Acumatica yet? Since the last time I asked you, like, you know, that's going to happen. So it would be interesting to talk through that, I think, as a, as a company. Um, but Acumatica needs a multi-billion dollar parent to, to feed the funds into it to get big fast. And I'm not talking about like 10%, 20% growth, but I'm talking about 50, 75% growth, which is really possible given that Acumatica is one of the smaller vendors and their customer base is small. So I think one of the slides they showed at the conference was that they're the, one of the fast, they are the fastest growing cloud-based ERP according to IDC. But that's also because our customer base was a little bit smaller. So, you know, it's easier to grow as we've seen as an organization. It's easier to grow um, percentage wise, bigger when you're a little smaller. For us to say we're bringing Acumatica to our selections is a very, very big deal. We do feel they're a viable organization, even though they're one of the smallest. We do feel like their product, the feature functionality is, is, is capable and it's robust, even though they're one of the youngest apps. And, and we think their direction and where they're going to ultimately go, did uh, Sage buy them yet? Um, but where we think they're going to go is going to be really viable for that product because they are private equity backed. They are owned by an organization that has other portfolio companies that are enterprise software solutions. And that firm's going to, they're going to do something with this product. Now, do they switch them? Does Oracle buy it and then kill it? I don't think so. Right. Um, and that's something I have to worry about. That's what keeps me up at night um, versus more like a play, a strategic deal with a sage or somebody like that who says, no, I want this product. I want it to continue um, in perpetuity because there's a lot of benefit. There's a lot of capability for customers and there's a great uh, recurring revenue stream that can go from tens of millions today, most likely, we don't know, to billions in, into the future. So we'll, they're definitely coming to our, our, our deals. We will vet the partners very closely, make sure that they're not too busy and that they have actual resources that can do it, but they'll definitely be there. ERP Advisors Group is one of the country's top independent enterprise software consulting firms, advising mid to large size businesses on selecting and implementing business applications including ERP, CRM, HCM, 
business intelligence and other enterprise applications, which equate to millions of dollars in software deals each year across many industries. This has been the ERP Advisor.